आई वी एम Here's your smart fact of the day. So what's the difference between a visiting faculty and adjunct faculty and a full-time faculty? Well, a full-time faculty is full-time faculty gets a regular salary for a regular job that includes teaching, research and administration in campus. An adjunct faculty is interesting and adjunct faculty has a contract that's you know limited in its uh, responsibilities and duties. for a certain number of days per month so it's like a consultant contractual consultant and a visiting faculty somebody who just comes and teaches either part of a subject or a complete subject and goes away a visiting faculty typically is an industry professional and welcome to smarter with sid this episode of mine is going to look at how do you become a great visiting faculty and what is the way ahead let's go but before i begin advising people on how do you become a wonderful visiting faculty let me give you a little bit of my background i started my teaching career as a visiting faculty so i started uh, visiting uh, you know and teaching a variety of subjects in uh, pune based institutes then i went to mumbai i went to ahmedabad then slowly i developed an interest in academia became adjunct then i was associate dean for a while which was a full time position then i'm now back to being adjunct and visiting so having been there done that i think that i may have something to give to any person who's wanting to be a visiting faculty at a great place you know like myca spjn flame you know all of those wonderful places that i teach to be honest when ever a person comes to me and says hey said i want to be a teacher too and i want to teach a subject so how can i get into xyz place uh, and explore my chances over there i take a step back and i'm wondering how best to explain something to the person who's reached out to me so if you've reached out to me listen to this you might hear this again if you call me over the phone but for most people who are interested in being a visiting faculty congratulations that is a wonderful wonderful way in which you can do a few things one is to actually consolidate the knowledge that you've got and share it with students which is fantastic if you are from the industry uh, that is you know much in demand then you will be in demand as a visiting faculty so you will kind of uh, be connected to a lot of feel good you know uh, about yourself and your career which is which is never it doesn't hurt the second thing is you will earn a little bit of side income so which is also good so you can take a couple of uh, you know uh, of of your family members on a holiday or something with with the kind of money that you might earn uh, of as a visiting faculty and as a visiting faculty you also learn a lot back from students because they are some of the sharpest minds out there and you learn how the younger generation is and and stuff like that so i find a lot of people have already understood the benefits of kind of teaching and they also want to put it on their linkedin resume because it's you know a feather in your cap so all of it is good and to be a visiting faculty is certainly um something that you could aspire for especially if you think that you've got a lot to contribute and you have the ability to communicate well to students right all said and done there is a, you know a way in which you go about something like this rather than just enter it blindly and here is my sincerest piece of advice for anybody wanting to be a visiting faculty now the typical conversation goes like this have you taught before i ask 
the person from the industry says, yes, I have given a guest lecture at this place. And I say back, that is not being a visiting faculty because you may have enough content for a guest lecture or being a panel member, especially online in today's post-pandemic world. But do you have enough material for, for it to sustain itself over a period of, let's say, you know, 10 lectures or 20 lectures or 30 lectures or 40 lectures? Do you have the ability to, you know, teach two batches or three batches, which an institution might have who will require the same inputs from a professor? Because trust me, having content for one guest lecture is good, but having content for 10 requires you to have a certain different sort of understanding of what this teaching assignment is. And to add to it, you might need to repeat yourself for more than one batch. And more than that, you might also understand that you have to do a lot of paper correction or PowerPoint group presentation corrections in a very sincere way because students are judging you as much as you're judging them when it comes to actually being uh, evaluated for their presentations. So it is quite an ask. And I would certainly tell you that if you're signing up for, let's say, a 10-hour, 10-lecture series, let's say, on XYZ subject, let's call it digital marketing, for instance. That means that you are prepared to put in three to four times the amount of effort in the overall exercise. Now, if this scares you off, don't be a visiting faculty because you will not only do injustice to yourself, you will do injustice to a lot of students and you will not create a very good reputation for yourself. So that's advice number one. It is probably three to four times the effort and it requires a different set of skills than what you may have by just delivering a guest lecture. All right. So far, so good. If you're still, you know, persistent and if you still want to go ahead and do it, then comes step number two. Step number two is, first of all, ask yourself realistically, because a lot of my ex-students ask me, hey, I want to teach. And sometimes you are a born teacher and you can, you are able to teach with very few years of experience. I mean, I started teaching with perhaps three to four years of experience, which in which case I was really lucky because there was a, there was a dearth of uh, faculty that, you know, required to teach a certain kind of subject, which I could. And also I probably um, wanted to teach and I did well in it, but normally you need to have about five to seven years of experience as a visiting faculty because then you have some meaningful experience as an industry professional. Because think about it like this. You're not an academic, so you're not coming at it from a theoretical perspective. You're coming at it from an industry perspective. The reason why an institute is engaging with you besides, you know, you helping them out in placements and all of that, the reason why an institute is engaging with you is because the institute believes that you're going to give the, the students industry exposure and students also believe that. So you need to have a little amount of industry exposure. The second thing is, ask yourself, are you really going to say something in your lecture series that other people haven't before? Do you have a unique point of view? Do you have a perspective on the subject that you're trying to teach, which can be truly your own? Because these are important questions. Because these questions will allow you to understand, is this really worth it? Because what's the point of just teaching something that somebody else is teaching? 
you wouldn't want that. Why not do something else? Because you already have a day job. You are an industry professional. What's the point of just going out to an institute and saying the same thing which anybody else can say? What is your unique perspective and point of view? That's the second thing. The third thing I encourage people is that whenever they say, yes, yes, I still want to teach. I say, okay, go back to the drawing board and write out your curriculum. Right? So write out the 10 sessions. What will happen in these 10 sessions? Not just broad titles, but actually split it into 15-minute periods as to what you will cover. Because the moment you start putting down your worldview, your perspective into these 15-minute sessions, let's say you have an hour session, that means four 15-minute sessions. What will you say every for each 15 minute? How will you actually design the, the, the whole class? How will you get interactive with students? What will you do differently? Suddenly, stuff becomes real. Not just does it become real, but you also understand, okay, do you have enough content? Do you have enough material? Do you have enough ability to interact with students? And suddenly you realize, oh God, I need to work on this. I have a gap over here. And you start learning yourself. And this becomes an iterative process. And by the time that you're actually ready with your own point of view and your own curriculum and your own ability to deliver that curriculum, well, you are at least 70% ahead of all the rest of them who just go to any um, you know institute and say, yes, I'll, I'll be a visiting faculty and then come a cropper. Because I've heard so many negative stories about students saying, boss, this guy may know a lot of stuff, but he doesn't know how to teach and he doesn't know how to present. And maybe he has a very mediocre perspective and a point of view. And we don't want that, do we? We want to be excellent visiting faculties. So I hope I have not scared you. But if you're really interested, I would suggest that you go through this process that I've outlined for you. And I hope that this has made you 1% smarter, at least about being a visiting faculty uh, to, to a wonderful institute, um, you know, that, that will welcome you with open arms, welcome you with open arms if, uh, you know, you come across like this. And um, this 1% smarter, well, you can follow the tra traveling professor who's always trying to be 1% smarter and uh, is on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you like shows like this, well, guys, just go down to the IBM podcasts thing, wherever you listen to your podcast from, and just listen to some of the stuff. It's really wonderful, I tell you. Until next week then. Until next week. Until next week.